I'm Brandon Briscoe, and welcome to The Postscript. Hi, welcome to another episode of The Postscript, a weekly podcast from Living Faith Bible Institute uh, that seeks to encourage and edify believers who are growing in their faith, people who want to grow uh, in terms of their theology, in terms of their understanding of the Bible, but also uh, learn a little bit about ministry, ministry philosophy. And the way we do that is we talk to professors and instructors and pastors who have ministry experience or, or experience in God's Word. And, and we're really hoping that our time together each week is encouraging to you and edifying I'm Pastor Brandon Briscoe, and I have the privilege this week of speaking with Pastor Andrew Ong, and we've been having a conversation about international student ministry. He runs a, a, a ministry outreach called Friends of Internationals that goes on to college campuses and gets to know uh, young international students with the hope of sharing the gospel with them, discipling them, building them up, and then sending them back to their home countries uh, with a biblical knowledge set and a maturity that would allow them to be used and so there's a multiplication aspect to the ministry, and then we're going to talk about that today, talk about the strategy, about how they go about doing that outreach. And so welcome back, Andrew. It's good to be back. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Um, so we've in the previous podcast, we talked about Friends of Internationals, introduced people to the philosophy behind the, the mission itself. Would you uh, share with us specifically some of the things that, that you and the other ministers in Friends of Internationals um, what, what do you guys do to get to know and build relationships with the international students on campus at the schools? Yeah, so, so you know, just like, uh, I'll start with this, you know, so in terms of reaching whatever uh, group that you're reaching, just like Jesus wanted to reach the Samaritan woman, mm -hmm. uh, you have to go there. You know, yeah. so in terms of uh, international students, this is who we want to reach, and so we want to go where they are. Right. Uh, and so for for us, the the strategy has evolved uh, over time, if you will, because uh, doors opens, door closes, and mm -hmm. and so for us, uh, in the very beginning, uh, uh, we had airport pickup. You know, so that's a a big opportunity. I call that like the one of the best way to to know a student because you you get to meet them you know, fresh off the boat, if you will. Right. You know? <laughs> so, okay. So by airport pickup, you mm -hmm. mean literally when that student comes from whatever part of the world they come from and they land in Kansas city, mm -hmm. they need a friendly face. That's it. Uh, that's and they need a ride and they need a ride. <laughs> they, yeah. They got to have a ride. Yeah. So what does that look like? Yeah. So, uh, so normally again, this is, we were more organized back in the days because the school allowed it, you know, mm -hmm. now, now they have kind there's of restrictions. there's restriction. And so far I can talk to that uh, as well. But in the beginning, uh, we had lists that comes from the school. And so we got all these students. And so as many volunteers that we can get, mm -hmm. man, we would try to get organized and then pick them up and, and, and just, just go there, uh, you know, and uh, just greet them in Jesus name, not, not, literally right. right and uh and then just get to know them uh uh and help them to get situated here in in kansas city it's a big deal mm -hmm. because people coming uh, from all over the world they they are nervous uh they're excited uh you know and and they just don't know what to do in in yeah. anything yeah uh, getting a cell phone opening a bank account uh, where to stay uh sometimes and and so we we just kind of help them navigate Mm -hmm. and get acclimated to Kansas City. And and so to, to that point, you, you, you mentioned in Jesus' name. Mm. So you're not necessarily quick to come with them immediately with the gospel. In fact, in most cases, that's not going to be the right strategy. 
Um, there, occasionally, I know that you yourself have broken those rules. But, <laughs> but in terms of a, a strategic approach, you're coming just with love and relationship building with the hope to build a, a bond. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. And and you know, uh, you you mentioned that breaking that rule. It's very interesting. I'll, I'll speak into that because I remember uh, there were other ministry uh, that that specifically prohibit that and made it mm-hmm. a, a law that you can't share the gospel on the first meeting. And I'm like, hmm, uh, that didn't sit well. And so, yeah, right. so while it's rare, it does happen. And yeah. if the Holy Spirit gives that opportunity, I don't want to hinder right. myself or any of my minister to, to be able to share. And, yeah. and, and there's wisdom, you know, in terms of who you're talking to and knowing where they're at. And so uh, relationship is, is the default approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very important to just, again, coming back to genuinely care for people. And, and when that comes across truly, uh, people would listen to you. Yeah. And if that smells like a bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's 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 it taints the water. It, it's it's terrible, yeah. I, and I and and we don't want that. And and we 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 try to envision a people not to do that. This is not a numbers game. This is not just you know. Let's see how many people I get. Uh, I can mm-hmm. share the gospel to. It's it's souls, and souls are precious. Yeah, absolutely. And so, what what are some of the other things that you guys do? So you do you do airport pickup. Um, there's the um, welcome party, That's which right. is a big deal. Yes. So tell us about the welcome parties. Yeah. So the welcome party before that, we would have a student orientation uh, here at UMKC. Every every college at, campus does a student orientation every semester. Th- there you go. Yeah. Uh, for the local students, and then there's one for internationals mm-hmm. uh, as well. And so we we go there and represent, and we we bring our t-shirts, our banners, our handouts, and 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 we. You know, we we try to do them really well, and I, yeah. I, 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 it's really important to represent Christ well, uh, in, in my mind. So they're not like some janky, poorly designed Microsoft document <laughs> clip, clip art. Hey, come to our thing. That, that's right. They're well designed. That's right. Because the professionalism is important. Because there's cynicism already in the heart of an international student when they get there. They're afraid that they're going to get proselytized, and they're going to yeah. get. I mean, there's warn. Their families are warning them. So there's a level of professionalism that you just need to have, right? A- absolutely, yeah. and and good communication is is good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 needed, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I make it an emphasis for our team uh, to to really make good quality communication, and, and and I just remember, you know, the the alabaster oil. You know, you give the best to Christ. You yeah. know, within 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 the limit and capacity of everyone. So we mm-hmm. don't want to overdo it, right? Uh, as well. Yeah, and and so anyway, um, so through the student orientation, we 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 get to meet these students uh, in in the masses. Uh, we gather uh, the emails and phone numbers and the contact, and and through that we would have a campaigns uh, of sort, you know, either through text message, phone call, sometimes, and then a mass email. And and over communicating is a good thing, mm-hmm. and so we do that. And then, uh, and then from there, we would invite them to a welcome party, uh, and we do that at a, a, at a house normally. And this is very important uh, because uh, there's statistics out there that says that uh, eight out of ten international students that come to the U.S. Uh, you know have have never been to an American home. Wow, it's, it's it's crazy to think that. And so 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 to invite them to 
a home is really important. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, it's cozy, it's more intimate. And, and the purpose of the welcome party is just that, to, to welcome them. And in, in so many cultures, um, being invited into someone's home is such a big deal. It's not necessarily a big deal in the States, um, but in so many other places in oh, the world, yes. walking into someone's home is, is a privilege and an honor, right? Yes, Yeah. absolutely. And, and, and in some cultures, it would take a while before that, that. You could even earn that. That's right. Yeah. And then for some cultures, it's, it's quick. So mm -hmm. there's many. But we want to immediately uh, get that rapport with the students mm -hmm. uh, and, and let them know that we care. Uh, I, I remember uh, there were uh, actually not just one, but many instances where the, the student would, would ask, who's financing all this? Mm. You know, and, and the people are, the people that, that are hosting this, that are actually contributing, bringing the food and, and, mm -hmm. and he, he just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And that just show, you know, just an, another way that, that we care and, right. and we, we're showing up, we are, um, you know, making a good event so that we get to know them. Yeah. And I've been to many of these events now and it's, it's kind of an all hands on deck type of thing for our church. Uh, we, we try to have, you know, there's older people there. It's not just mm -hmm. college age students. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's older people there. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, tons of food. Uh, there is games, activities, uh, and hundreds of people show mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, especially the one in the fall. The fall that's right. It's huge. It's that's it. Usually 250 yeah. people, attend, maybe 300 people. I don't know, but lots and Two, lots of people. Yeah, 200. Yeah. Okay. And they're packed yeah. and it's fun. And you rub elbows with so many different people from all over the world. And you do get to make one of those first impressions and, and express love mm -hmm. immediately. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, and, and you, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, it, it, there's older people, younger people. That's an important aspect that we, we want to continue to envision our church. This is not a college ministry mm -hmm. uh, only, right. you know, to, to get in. Uh, really, you know, many of the international students, uh, you know, have parents and, and grandparents that are dear to them that speak into their life. And, and there's many cultures that respect the elderly mm -hmm. uh, and would, would, would take heed to their advice more than to appear, if you will. And so having that um, that demographic, you know, coming to a welcome party is very important. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we've seen some relationship established and, and, and continue to, to do so because they seek that advice. They, and, need a, they need parental figures, especially when they're in a place where they're not familiar with the culture or the, or the social norms, there's some stability in knowing, knowing older people who can function as fatherly or grandfatherly or motherly roles, right? That's right. Yeah. And then you have the younger crowd that comes and with, with young kids and, and men, and that just uh, melts yeah. the hearts of, of the students. I mean, I mean, if you need an icebreaker, come on, you got yeah. kids. And yeah, I always try to bring my, my kids, <laughs> you know, my two-year-old has a tendency to to befriend a lot of the international students yeah. I've noticed. So, yeah. um, okay. So there's, there's the, the welcome party, but what mm -hmm. are some of the things you do throughout the school year that are outreach that maybe invite people into deeper, um, understanding mm -hmm. of the Bible mm -hmm. and, and who Jesus is and who we are? Yeah. So, so it, it varies between each relationship that you have. And so, you know, we, we, we have dinner at my house. That's another kind of way to continue that relationship from the welcome party. And we, we promote that because mm -hmm. we, we truly want to know that individual and then people would sign up through that. And some, some just happens naturally, if you will. And, um, and it's through that relationship that we are trusting God, um, 
to be able to share spiritual things. Yeah, you know, and and as as those doors open, uh, then then and if we have that liberty, uh, you know, and that unction to to invite that person to a Bible study, praise the Lord, and mm -hmm. that happens, mm -hmm. and so we will have international students uh, come to a Bible study, and then they 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 get to hear. Uh, and experience the community that we were just discussing on the first podcast in terms mm -hmm. of a loving community. They need to see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, so what is the the the, the meal program where you, where you have people come? What do we call that again? Uh, dinner was, at my house. Dinner at my house. Yeah, I knew it was something really straightforward <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. So dinner at my house yeah. is um, people sign up and then they make themselves their homes available for dinner. Yeah. And uh, which is an awesome another way. Breaking bread is another way of of drawing people in um, to deeper relationships, de deeper conversation, and also conversational English. Yes. Both of those things are, yeah. are great introductory um, meeting places. Yeah, so conversational English is an, another, this is a bigger event. So the, the, the dinner at my house would be more one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two mm -hmm. two or three-on-three, three, smaller, more intimate. I, uh, you know, if anything, man, I, I would recommend everyone to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and then and then for conversational English, it's just a continuity in terms of big group, big events. Uh, students just love that. You know, mm -hmm. they like to gather in big groups and have a party, have a good time, and and so we do conversational English with different topics, uh, with the goal of continuing the relationship, have fun together, uh, have good memories together, and then just trust God for open doors. Mm -hmm. So, um, even this year. Have mm. you have you seen fruit from? I mean, this is obviously our strategy. This is uh -huh. an approach that we take. We mm -hmm. do this every every year. The the semester ramps back up. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. school year ramps back yep. up. There's yep. excitement. There's yep. buzz. People yep. are and then and we start doing these things mm -hmm. in the quiet of our homes or these events are taking place throughout the year. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you always are seeing God using this. I mean, when we're full of faith and we're praying about, obviously, prayer is a huge component of this, but. Uh, but but we've been fruitful in in this regard. Absolutely. Yeah. And and again, the the strategy may evolve over time. We're not, uh, you know, in, in, you know, uh, just, you know, in terms of just my my conviction, you know, it's never about the strategy. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. There's a lot of we need to think through things and and so on. But we gotta trust God to to add to our yeah. ministry. We gotta add trust God to increase in, in us our compassion, our love for people. And so that's that's the number one uh, uh, number one thing. And then you were you were saying um, what was your question? Just about the fruitfulness of it. Oh, the fruitful. Yes. Yeah. And so we so so we start with uh, you know hundred two hundred students, and mm -hmm. then and then from there it would just filter into you it know whittles down. Uh, uh, you know this group of students, and then from those group of students that we get to interact more, and then it filters into. A few more students, and then from that few students, man, we always see, you know, one, two, three uh, people come to Christ, mm -hmm. and 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 I'm telling you, it is worth. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all the work. It's so and it's so sweet. It's so sweet. Yeah. The process of yeah. of being able to disciple international students as well, once they've accepted Christ, and and so. Um, Maybe talk briefly just about what it is that you want to see in a in a international student who's growing before they go back home. Yeah. So so the hope, of course, is always to for them to be able to stay longer. You know, because yeah. we have uh, man a such a a, a good uh, I would say Antioch Church, 
right? Mm-hmm. We have the, the the facility, the training, the the the, the fathers, uh, that you know that that is able to help equip uh, the international students where they wouldn't have that otherwise. Yeah, and and so for them to be able to experience um, all of that in the context of the local church is is invaluable and so so i want them to go through you know the the, the structure of the local church uh, for us it's it's discipleship it's a uh, cost of discipleship you know and then discipleship one and then discipleship two and then lfbi mm-hmm. and so that's the desire but it doesn't happen uh, like that all the time just because they have you know people don't get safe on on day one they, right. they, they get safe in the middle and so I'll and sometimes take, before their visa runs out, we've got to disciple them in six months. You know, we've that, got that's right. It's all different situations, but the goal is to prolong their leaving as much as possible, yeah. So they can get as much training as possible. That's it. Yeah. Um, are there? There are people. I know that this is true. So, but I want to ask you about it. Yeah. Uh, there are students who've gotten saved and they end up in LFBI um, after they've already gone back home. Maybe yes. they got discipled here. Yeah. Yeah, but they yeah. don't get to do LFBI. How is it, how how important is it that the LFBI is available online? Oh man, uh, it is massively important, and and uh, it's you you and I we know that it's 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 such a, a valuable training uh, that will equip uh, you know the minister so much deeper into the word. And again, um, we we can have a whole segment to talk about LFBI. What what I like LF uh, what I like most about LFBI is you know these you know if i may say professors right Mm -hmm. that's not even the right word they are practitioners yeah in other words they they are doing the work of the ministry uh they're not just kind of teaching you know um theories Mm -hmm. they actually speak from a place of experience uh you know and and faith and and so the the training through lfbi is is invaluable yeah and of course it'll be better if people can attend you know face to face but the next best thing would be true online sure and you just graduated from lfbi you just finally got your (laughs) check that off the box yeah, it's it's yeah. For me, I'm not a role model for LFBI. <laughs> it just, took you a little that, longer than you thought it might. Yeah, so I was in the shepherd school, in shepherd, school. shepherd school right. ministry, and then and then that 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 shepherd school was not uh, um, active anymore. And then right. there was a period of time before LFBI came online, and then there's a lot of people in that situation where yeah. they were stuck between the shepherd school yeah. and the, and the but, LFBI. But but I will say this, you know, yes, LFBI is important. All the training is important. But, 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 you know, working in the ministry itself, yeah. being faithful to God, being faithful to just studying the word of God, um, you know, and, and submitting to the authority of the local church and doing the work of the ministry will, will absolutely grow you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, grow you. there's no better learning than doing. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so before we, we close out, I want to talk to you about Vietnam because that's obviously the, the most recent thing on your heart and, and probably preoccupies a lot of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So just to give the listeners some background, um, not too long ago, mm-hmm. uh, you took a, a missions trip to Vietnam. That's right. It was fruitful. Uh, they Then you've taken multiple. They've all been very fruitful. God's mm-hmm. used them. Mm. Um, tell me what's going on in Vietnam. Fill me in. 
Yeah. So, so we, we, I, I took a mission trip to, to Vietnam, uh, by accident. It was, uh, pastor Chris best that was supposed to take the, the mission trip to, to Vietnam in 2017. It's actually to Vietnam and Cambodia mm -hmm. and he couldn't commit to it and ask, can someone sub in? And I, and, and I'm like, yes, I, I would love to. And it was, it was perfect because most of the people going, uh, were from the friends of international ministry. So I was already mm -hmm. familiar with the team and it was just easy for me to do that. And, uh, you know, uh, looking back, God is just, just awesome in orchestr orchestrating all of that, because that, that is our mission is to be able to see people send back and, and secretly, you know, for me, like to see church planted all yeah, over the world. Course. Yeah. Uh, but it was hard to say that because it, it looks so far. It looks like a, it's a, it's a distance to see that because we talk about training, but you know, training to, to a place of pastoral ministry takes at least 10 years. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, and so how do we do that? God, you know, and uh, I didn't know that God's like, maybe I'm preparing you for something here. Mm -hmm. And so, so the first trip was 2017 and, and the burden started to grow and, and the team knew it too. Someone in my team asked me, Hey, when are we coming? And I'm like, Oh, right. interesting. Yeah. And, and I didn't even say anything. And then the next year we came and God gave us two amazing, uh, disciples. You know, one 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 of them, uh, his name is called Nam, and I believe that he is a, a key man mm -hmm. uh, that uh, that would be, uh, you know, yeah, a key man that would be strategic in terms of what God is doing in Vietnam. And so uh, uh, that was 2018. So this guy, I I led to the Lord uh, in 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 a park. We call it the Park Magic Park because you go there and people start uh, talking to you because they want to learn English. And, mm -hmm. and uh, there's a story behind that. I don't know whether we want to go there or. or Ma Magic Park? The yeah. reason it's called that? Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, no, how I met him. I met oh, him. how you met Nam. Yeah. Was it, yeah. I assume it wasn't actual magic, but. No. <laughs> it was spiritual. <laughs> to, to me it was because, you know, so I was praying. I was praying uh, as we went out to to the park, and I was like, "God, g g give me a faithful man." I, man, God, please, you know this. This is how I was praying even before the trip, mm -hmm. and and uh, I landed with a guy who was just debating me all night, mm -hmm. all night, and I was like, oh. for forty minutes, I sat with the guy. I'm like, okay, I think, I think time's running out. I think it's dinner time, you know, because we only had so much time before we adjourn. Uh, with the group to to do dinner and so okay you know we'll, mm -hmm. we'll come back and on my way to to dinner i i, I saw this guy on, on the floor he, he you know a group of people you know just he was one of the the guys in a group of people that was uh speaking to uh abashe abashe mm. uh, was there in that mission trip and and i saw him and said hello and and i say hey would you like to come to dinner and then you know, and the rest is history, if you will. You know, we now now we get to um, you know FaceTime uh, every single week. And you guys have gone through discipleship together. Yeah. So so at first it wasn't discipleship because as you know it takes time to get to that place where mm -hmm. people are counting the cost. So I I just started. I didn't even know what this would look like because mm -hmm. you know on online online discipleship. I mean. Yeah. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. We never promote that. We'll right. never promote that. But in this circumstance, like that's the next best thing. So all I was doing at first was just um, going through the book of John with him. Mm -hmm. So every week 
and I, I, I never knew whether he's going to show up or not. <laughs> but every week we'll open the Bible and go through the book of John. And as I was going through the book of John with him, I realized, man, this guy's getting, getting it. Mm-hmm. And every week it's, it's, it's better and better and better and better. And, and we spent four months doing that. And at four months, I'm like, okay, it's time to do COD. And so we did COD and, and, and we took another three to four months to do COD again, mm-hmm. uh, to most people, it's a one day class, but, but, but man, it's, it, it, you know, for someone who has never been exposed. Yeah. Has no context. Has no context. And you're saying, Hey, give your life to Jesus. You know, that's a big ass. Mm-hmm. And so we had to very purposefully, carefully, uh, consider the, the word of God and, 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 and he finished cod and we started discipleship and yeah. and and now i think we're in lesson 14 or 15 we're almost done and and so from from the outside looking in it looks like he's grown a ton and, and there's other disciples and he's led people to the lord yes and there's a, a work developing in vietnam um where does that stand i mean in terms of where your heart's at what's that look like right now yeah so in terms of where where it stands so so um we started a bible study in saigon and nam and another disciple of us called yumi Mm -hmm. uh, is leading that bible study they meet every tuesday and what's very beautiful about about that is is that everything that they they have learned they're putting into application Mm. so they are evangelizing regularly um, they, you know, uh, they recently have their new year called Ted New Year. And a lot of the exchanges that we have was, man, pray for my family. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and we do, and they go back with boldness and, and sharing the gospel to their family and mm-hmm. friends. And, and, and because of that boldness, they receive quite a, quite a bit of persecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, even in, and, and, for Nam in his school, he would he would share the gospel and he's being ridiculed, big time, you know, because he's an anomaly. He's he's um, he's different. Yeah, he's, he's a stranger. He's a stranger. He's yeah. peculiar. Yeah. Uh, but man, uh, we work through all of that in terms of like, man, Andrew, help me. You know, um, I, I I feel angry, you know, because I'm being made fun of and everything, and work through that and how God answers prayer in terms of. He, you know, as as we pray and trust God, man, that anger became love, mm. and so he goes back again and share the gospel and share the gospel, and so they are actively running a Bible study that have people come in and out, and some people stick and and continue. Yeah. And and recently, uh, we had a, a, a girl that uh, came to Christ. You know, she's a singer, and you know, have uh, you know, a lot uh, that goes with that uh, that. Um, career you know and and she's willing to like fall. A pop, she's like a pop musician you know i don't know exactly what but she uh, i saw her on youtube she was doing like a disney type all dressed up singing oh goodness and so i don't know exactly what it is but i you know she had yeah uh, i'm sure a bit of following and mm-hmm. and uh but the, yumi is uh investing in her life and um and she's at a place um again um i don't want to uh, count the eggs necessarily, but she's submitted to baptism. So I'm going to Vietnam in 10 days. And, you know, if everything goes well, I'm going to uh, baptize her. And Man. so that's another addition to the flock, you know. Praise so God. There's, there's a lot of things going on. There's, there's a lot of things going on. And you're still praying through what it looks like for us to continue to minister there and, and to raise up 
a church in yeah. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the vision is to, you know, my heart is to see a, a an Antioch church built up in, in Vietnam, mm -hmm. you know, just like here at Midtown Baptist Temple. Now, that's 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 my desire. That's my heart. However, the Lord would, would lead that, man, I, I'm submitted to it. You know, I have an internal uh, strategy, timeline and everything, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I want what God wants. If God would would have us to be there, then praise the Lord. If not, we'll continue to do what we need to yeah. do and glory to God. It's the best place to be. And praise God. Thank, thank you, Andrew, for your testimony in terms of your heart for Vietnam. I mean, it's so awesome to hear all the things that God's doing. Thank you for your testimony and your service in Friends of Internationals too. And uh, it's a blessing to me to be a part of it. It's a blessing to serve with you. I mean, you're such a dear friend. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for every opportunity that we have together. So, Man, likewise, uh, you know, man, you, you have such a, a big impact in my life, mm. uh, more than you ever know. Well, and uh, I just thank God for you. Well, you know, I thank you, God for you. you yeah. Yeah. You're special. Well, I'm I, yeah. I'm thankful for that. And thank you for being on this show, The Postscript, that Amen. we do. And we want to thank you as well for joining us for another episode of The Postscript. And if you have any questions about Friends of Internationals uh, as a ministry, if, if, you're, if you've got questions about how to reach the international students in your hometown, um, maybe you live near a college campus and, and you would love an opportunity to do missions work, outreach, uh, to those that are in your community, please reach out to us. Uh, you can contact us through the Living Faith Bible Institute Facebook page. We'd love to put you in touch with Andrew and, and, and he could give you some insight and even just pray for you. So please feel free to reach out. Um, if you're not yet subscribed to The Postscript, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Uh, you can follow our YouTube series on, on YouTube. You can subscribe there as well. But we're so grateful for every opportunity we get with you and, and, and we're glad that you tuned in this week and we hope to, to see you again next week. Have a good one.